0: Hey, welcome to Fred Talk, Inspiration and Truth from a Friend. In our podcast, we teach principles of success. Our goal is to inspire leaders to unlock their full potential, live out their strengths, and achieve their God-given purpose in life. Today, I want to talk to you about the strength principle, focusing on your gifting. Every person has a wiring. Uh, that it, every person is gifted in a unique way. And you were made for a purpose, and your strengths are there to help you achieve success in your life and impact in this world for good. Now, it's up to you to discover your gifts and to develop them so you become proficient and strong using them. And when you commit to become great at what you do, others will admire it. You'll get paid to do it. It will open doors for you and it will bless your life and other people. In fact, there's a wise saying in the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, It's Proverbs 18, 16, and it says, a man's gift opens doors or makes room for him and brings him before great men. So there's this idea that when you offer a gift to other people and it's a really good gift that it opens doors for you and puts you before other influential people and that gift might be a financial gift but often it's your unique ability and skill that you have developed and you have perfected and others want to be around that and want to experience the blessing of that gift you know the bible talks about spiritual gifts uh, that god actually gives each person these abilities and these uh, giftings It's found in numerous places in the New Testament, 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, 1 Peter 4. And the Bible shares that there are a variety of these different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. And God is the one that empowers them all. And the purpose is to use whatever gift you've received to serve other people. And so, you know, these gifts, there's a list of about 19 different gifts, and they're very different types of personality wiring like administration or uh, one gift is apostleship. In in other words, entrepreneurial starting things, Uh, discernment, evangelism, which is a heart for helping people connect uh, with God, the gift of encouragement, faith, giving, healing, the gift of helps, the gift of hospitality, the gift of knowledge, the gift of leadership, gift of mercy the gift of prophecy being able to speak into a situation and say hey this is what is going to happen if we keep going down this road um, the gift of serving the gift of speaking in tongues which was a gift given so that people could speak in other languages and help more people come to know Christ the gift of teaching the gift of shepherding the gift of wisdom so all these different kinds of gifts and abilities that are given in the bible and and one of the assessments that i have spent a lot of time studying over the last 25 years of my life is the disc and that's why i got trained in it so if you have in your mind or or you have a piece of paper draw a circle a big circle and then put a plus sign through it so it has four quadrants and the top two quadrants that that part up there is high energy people These are people that move fast, all right? Quick decisions. The bottom half of the circle is low energy, people that move slower and process-oriented people, Okay, So bottom is process-oriented people. Top is action-oriented people. Then if you go to the left side, those two quadrants, I want you to put the word task okay this is task oriented people and then if you go to the right side those two quadrants are people oriented okay so now let's look at the the DISC personality assessment there's four letters in DISC d i s and c so the d stands for dominant so put that in the top left corner the dominant personality type if you just look at the four uh the the Quadrants that I mentioned, they are a high energy, action oriented person, and they're task focused. So these are people that want to get things done and get it done now, type A personality. They're very driven, they are very aggressive. Often they can be interpreted as somebody that's angry or insensitive. And of course, each of these categories has a plus and a minus side to it. And so if it's if a D is leading well, they're going to inspire people, they're going to motivate people, they're going to push people, they're going to challenge people, and they're going to get things done. And we need Ds, especially when there's problems, because they'll take the bull by the horn and they'll get going on things. And sometimes we complain about people like that, but there's there's seasons of life. In an organization, in a nation, in a family, in any group, in a church, where an athletic team, where you need D's to step in and take charge. Now, a D's greatest fear is lack of control. And that's not a bad thing that they want to be in control. But if they want to control everybody and everything, then that is not very healthy. But they should have a certain amount of control because that's the way they're wired and that's the way God uses them. And that's what they need to bring to the table. So if you were to look at the spiritual gifts that I listed, the categories that fit in this D would be apostleship, like an entrepreneur that starts things and builds things, leadership, um, teaching, a person that spends time uh, kind of preparing, thinking through, which is a task-oriented thing, how to communicate something, and then to share it. Uh, and then probably the gift of giving. Because usually when people have the gift of giving financially, um, they also have the gift of being able to produce income that comes with the gift. And Ds usually are high producers. They're usually very effective at um their jobs and uh, lead organizations and end up making a lot of money and they provide work for people in there. Uh, so it, it's a it's a good wire. Now, some of the people that uh, would fall in this category of a D that you know we might know, um, Donald Trump was a D, uh, very at times polarizing personality, but but was very direct and, and got things done. Uh, They're okay with conflict. Uh, Steve Jobs, um, they used to be the uh, owner of Apple and started Apple, very similar driven type of personality type. The Apostle Paul in the New Testament started tons of churches and offended people many times. And in fact, some of his teaching is a little bit um, hard to to sit with because it's in your face uh, often. So that's the D personality type. Then if you move to the top right, put an eye over there. Those are the influencers. So these people are high energy also, very action oriented, want to move now, but they're people oriented. They want to get it done through people. They, they don't want to focus on the task. They just want to um, connect with others. And they're often the life of the party uh, or they're the person that's very charismatic and gets people to buy into something and actually do something that otherwise they wouldn't do, wouldn't do. Uh, they're inspirational, and they uh, talk a lot. And um, their biggest fear is not being accepted, because th- in order for them to be effective at what they do, they have to be able to influence and persuade and inspire people to to get along, go along with them on something. Now, that can also be a negative if they need too much approval uh, from people. So, again, there's a plus and a minus side to, to our gifts. So in this category, the I, uh, as far as spiritual gifts, um, the types of people that have a wiring for evangelism to share the gospel with other people, to help other people connect with God are often eyes because they care about uh, people. Um, encouragement is another spiritual gift that people in the I category tends to have. The gift of healing to help people find um, physical um, healing in their life. They, they they care deeply about helping people to be able to be at their best. Um, faith would be another category in this area. They just have a high trust in people and God and um, probably the spiritual gift of tongues, too, uh, because the ability to be able to speak different languages to be able to communicate to other people and share um, about God. So that's the I category. Now, let's move down to the bottom right. And this is the S. Uh, The S is steady. Uh, This is the backbone of society. Now, let me just mention to you, uh, on Ds, uh, there's about uh, about 4% of people are Ds. We don't need very many of them (laughs) because they're very strong personalities. And then I's, uh, there's usually around about 16% of I's. Again, don't need a ton of them because you just get one eye in the room and there's tremendous amount of energy. And if we had too many D's and I's, we'd have a bunch of Indians and no followers. So when we get down to the S's, the steadies, 70% of people are S's. They are the bedrock of society, of any organization. I call them the rocks. These are the people that do the grind. These are the people that... Week in and week out, day in and day out, are the ones that get things done. And these people are people-oriented. They care about people, and they're process-oriented. So they're very slow to make decisions. Uh, they're Usually they're a counselor type of person or manager, and people trust them because they don't talk as much. And they're not as quick to jump to action, so they probably don't uh, make as many um, mistakes from action. They might make mistakes from inaction sometimes. But they, they just think about how something affects everybody. And so these people actually are opposite of the D. And they often have a lot of conflict with them because the D wants to move now and is task oriented. And the S is thinking about people, how it's going to affect them and processing through the ramifications of it. And so those people tend to be frustrating um, with each other. So the S, um, their spiritual gift type of people would be the gift of helps. People that love to help others. Shepherding. Um, to care for people like a pastor, serving, hospitality, helping people feel welcome, mercy, being able to empathize with someone. So S's are just your solid people that you can trust. And then over here on the left bottom is the C's, conscientious. These are your perfectionists. Um, Oh, and the S, um, their greatest fear is security. So that's another reason why they struggle often with a D is because the D wants control and the S wants security. So if they don't trust the D, then they're going to dig in their heels. But if they trust them, then they can move with them. So the C's, the perfectionists, these are the people that have to cross all the T's, dot all the I's, and make sure everything's done right because they are task-oriented and systems process-oriented. So they're very slow to make decisions. These are the people that um it's never good enough, and they sometimes have to be pushed um, to get a product out or to make a decision because they want all of the data. Uh, and this is about, um, it's about 20% of people, um, or or a little bit less than that. And, uh, so they're, they're always thinking through things and they, they don't make quick decisions. And as far as spiritual gifts, uh, the types of people that are wired in this way have the gift of administration. They just run things. They organize things. They, they can handle a lot of uh, details. Uh, often have the gift of discernment, being able to kind of read uh, people because they have seen a lot of things and they process through and A plus B equals C, <laughs> not D. Uh, they often have a lot of wisdom because um, they often are readers. They often, uh, again, think about uh, the processes of things. Uh, The gift of knowledge and the gift of prophecy uh, could fit in this category also of um, being able to kind of give a warning of, hey, this is where it's headed because they're more of a process-oriented person. So the C, their greatest fear is to be judged, that they didn't do it right. Now, the C's and the I's tend to have a lot of conflict because the I's don't want any rules, and the I's <laughs> just want to move fast, and they're all about people. And the C's are like, wait, 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 wait. wait You're not thinking. Uh, you're, you're just jumping the gun on this stuff. And, and so they tend to um, uh, want to slow things down uh, with an I. So you can see that by nature our personality types create conflict. And that's not a bad thing, that's actually a good thing. And if we can learn to value and appreciate each category, each personality type, each wiring, each gifting, then we can really learn to complement one another because we all need each of these personality types. Now, typically if you do the DISC assessment, uh, you will come up higher in one of them. And then there'll be a second one that would be kind of above the midline that's a complementary gift. So for instance, you might be a DI, or you might be an ID, or you could be a DC, or you could be an SI. And your dominant one would be the first letter, and then your next one uh, would be the other one. then typically the other two are below the midline and often very low and not a strength of yours. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, some people will try to tell you that you should be try to be well rounded, and and I'm gonna kind of debunk that here in a minute. That is the worst thing you could ever do because you'll never be successful at the things that you're not good and gifted at. And God doesn't expect you to. Okay, so you manage around your weaknesses. You get people around you that are strong in the ways that you're not, but you stay focused on your strengths. Um, so each one is needed. So you need to discover how God wired you. And then you want to spend the majority of your time in your strength zone. That doesn't mean that you don't challenge yourself to get uncomfortable, but don't try to do things that you're not gifted at doing because you're not going to do well. Discover how God wired you, then spend most of your time doing that. It's our best gift to the world. When you live out your best, the world sees a side of God, whether they know it or not, or whether they acknowledge it or not, they see something great. Excellence inspires people. It also humbles them to realize, man, I'm not like that, if it's not your wiring. But it inspires someone that might have that wiring, and it helps people. It's what actually is happening when we're seeing um, someone live out their best, we're actually seeing the greatness of God displayed through human effort. And the source of that gifting is our creator, whether it's acknowledged or not. When we recognize that and we submit our gifts to our creator, we're able to find our true purpose in life and help others connect with God instead of just using our gift for ourselves And to be glorified ourselves, we're able to find a greater purpose beyond ourselves when we realize that it's actually something that God's gifted us um, to do. Now, most people will tell you that you need to be well-rounded. Don't listen to them. Most people never achieve greatness. Most people don't develop their top gift to its fullest. Marcus Buckingham is over in England, and he has a strength-based revolution that he's been teaching for 30 years, and I've studied him for a long time. He works with Fortune 500 companies, and and he co-wrote a book uh, called Strength Finder 2.0, and you can do a little assessment, and it, it tells you your dominant themes, and, and it's a really helpful tool that I, I usually use with everybody that I coach. And... Um, He did a survey with parents one time, and he said, if your kid comes home with an A, a B, and an F, where would you spend most of the time? And 90% of parents said the F. And he said wrong. Here's why. That's their weakness. They will never be strong in it. They'll feel insecure. You'll be focusing on the negative, and they will never be great at that. You should invest in the A because there is where they have the most potential to excel. They'll be energized, they'll be passionate, they'll be more willing to manage their weakness, the F, if the focus is on the A. I know that sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but the most successful and wealthiest people are not well rounded at all. If you get around the people that work with them, They will tell you they are lousy at certain things and they don't even try. (laughs) They're usually good at one or two things and they stay in that strength zone. They get people around them that are great at what they are not and they focus on their strengths. You know, in school, often kids are told that they need to get good grades so they can be able to go to college and get a good degree. But what if they're not really a student? What, what if school and that system is not the way they're wired? What if they're a break the rules type of personality? What if they don't learn the way that others learn and, and that doesn't motivate them? What if they're a hands-on person? What if they're somebody that's going to work in a trade? See, we need, to, we need to validate those types of wirings and giftings rather than tell them they're wrong. Uh, there's a rule called the 80/20 rule. It's also called the Pareto rule, and it's a, a rule I've lived by my whole life, and it's um, it's a powerful rule, and it's a really a return on investment type of rule that I really like. If you have ten things to do, eight of them, 80% of them are only going to t- produce. of your results. But on those 10 things that you do today, two of them are going to produce 80% of your results. So that's the 80-20 rule. That 80% of what you do only produces 20% of your results. So the reverse is also true. 20% of what you do is only going to produce 80% of your results. So if you spend time in your weakness, you will be very unfruitful. You'll get discouraged and you won't help anybody. You won't inspire anyone. But if you focus on your top two strengths or gifts, you will produce, you will grow in influence, you will also increase your income, you'll be energized, grateful, and you'll bless the world. (laughs) And friends, this is a truth you can live by. So don't let anybody tell you how you need to spend your time. Don't choose to do things that you're not good at. It's a waste of time. It's not what God had intended. See, life is hard, but it's easier when we are doing what we are gifted at and passionate at. It gives us the perseverance to push through something. It gives us the confidence. Confidence comes from doing what we're good at repeatedly and not doing what we're not good at. You were made to be great at something, not everything. And that's not prideful. To see yourself as someone that is supposed to be great at something. It's actually humble to realize that this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm not. Discover your greatness. Then stay focused on doing that over and over and over again. And you will build a life of success. Don't try to be well-rounded. Average people teach that view. You're not average. Great leaders don't try to be well-rounded. They manage around their weaknesses. There are other people gifted in what you are not. Surround yourself with them. It's how God keeps us humble and thankful. Now let me give you a little caution here. As you surround yourself with people that are gifted differently than you. Don't let other people who like to control others try to make you do what they're good at. So for instance, if you're an I, and you're great with people, and you're not great with details, and you get a C around you to help handle the details, don't let them make you have to do a ton of detail work. Now, you can submit to the detailed system that they put together to help you, But it's to support you. It's not to try to make you have to function like them. If that's what they're doing, then that's not helpful. Do you understand how that works? Stay in your lane. Make sure other people stay in their lane also. Have you ever heard a lousy singer sing in public? It's painful, isn't it? It's bad. Have you ever had to follow a leader who is not organized? It's frustrating. Have you ever had to listen to a person who is not a gifted communicator? (laughs) You fall asleep. Have you ever told your dream to a pessimist? They'll kill it. Stay in your gifting. It will help you find success because you will find it naturally. What will happen is if you stay in your strength zone in your gifting, what you do will come natural to you. So you'll you, you'll be able to push yourself so you can develop it even further, and that other people will be amazed at what you do. It doesn't mean that you—it's a cakewalk. You still push yourself, but at what you're good at, and your confidence will grow, and you'll feel strong. It doesn't mean you won't be challenged. Uh, you'll be stretched. If you're going to fully develop your gifting, but you will be an overcomer rather than struggle with not feeling good at it. So let me give you a quick little picture as we wrap up here of this DISC assessment and personality types. So if those four people were in a car taking a trip, the D would be driving. Okay? They would decide, we're going to California, and this is the route we're taking because they're in charge and they're task-oriented. The I would be in the passenger seat talking to everybody, turning around and engaging everyone and, and, and talking because they're a people person. And they want to be along on the ride to accomplish something, but they really want to focus on the people, developing the people during the process. And then the S and the C would be in the back seat, and they would be quieter. And here's what would happen. The D would say, "Hey, we're gonna stop and get gas, and we're gonna to go to McDonald's and get something to eat." And most likely, what would happen is the S would kind of speak up because, again, the S and the D are kind of at odds with one another often, and they would say, "Wait a second, um, why don't we ask everybody where they want to go? Especially C back here, you know, because um, they never, um, you know, get to decide." And D would get ticked off, man. They would be so mad at S, and they get out of the car to um, to gas the car up, and then the D goes over to the I and they're just hot saying, man, I don't even want S in the car with it. They shouldn't even be with us. And, and they're all frustrated and, and uh, wants to just get rid of them. And then the I would say, hey, now listen, wait, you're in charge, right? You're deciding where we're going, right? And they're along with you, right? They're following you. So what does it matter where we stop to eat? Just throw, throw them that bone, okay? No big deal, okay? And they would help them realize that they, that they just need to you know, help everybody else feel valued. And then the S would come up to the I, and the S would be all ticked off, and uh, say, "Man, I don't even know that I want to stay on this trip because the D is just controlling everything." And if, here, there's lack of security coming out. And then the I would say, "Hey, listen, you wouldn't be going to California without him, right? And you know they're helping us, so uh, you know I'll talk to him and you know help him just kind of chill a little bit on all controlling everything and." and the s just needs to feel heard and understood that people matter and then the c probably doesn't say anything um <laughs> and uh, you know they might they might uh be a little frustrated but um so th- that's kind of what it would look like if the d i s and c went on a road trip i i tend to find that uh, example helpful in understanding personality types. Don't try to be who you're not. Don't try to make other people be what they're not. Affirm what you are, but then respect and value what other people bring to the table. So how much better if a D says to the I, hey, can, can you just check in with everybody and make sure that, you know, along the way um, on things that we need to, you know, be aware of and abreast of because the I is going to you know be pretty quick at things. And then they could ask the S um, uh, to say, Hey, I, I just want you to know that if there's things that y- you're concerned about, just me not thinking through with, you know, how things affect other people. Uh, I want to ask you to, you know, uh, have the freedom to talk to me about it. And then the C, the best thing a D could do is say, Hey, could you map out um, this trip and, and could you organize where we're going to stay and uh, along the way at the hotels and, and things like that. And, Uh, what everybody's going to need for the trip. Uh, Everybody would feel valued and empowered if that's what would happen. This is called the strength principle. If you focus on your gifting, you will become tremendously successful with people, with your career. It will bring opportunities for you. It will grow your finances. And most of all, it will help you grow in your own confidence of what your purpose is in life, and will help you see the goodness of God in yourself and in other people around you. So I hope today has inspired you to live out the truth and become all that God made you to be. If you enjoyed today, I want to encourage you to do a couple quick things. If you would follow me on Spotify or on YouTube, just click the follow me Uh, And if you could rate this podcast, uh, because the more exposure we get, the more we can encourage and inspire other people to be their best. And then share this link with the people that you have influence with. Because listen, the people that are closest to you tend to be your wiring type or very close to your wiring type. And so S's, D's can impact D's, I's, I's, and C's, C's. And so we need everyone. And so I want to encourage you to influence the people around you uh, for good. So share this link with other people. Thanks for joining me. And remember, my name is Fred, and I'm your friend.